When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is Islanders Award Winners, the podcast examining seasons in which a New York Islander took home a major NHL award. I'm your host, Dan Saracini. Today, we'll look at Brian Trottier's record-breaking Calder Trophy season and how it helped transform the Islanders from surprise semifinalist to consistent contender. Lighthouse Hockey is SB Nation's home for New York Islanders news and discussion. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching Lighthouse Hockey in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or any podcasting app of your choice. Or you can listen right from our website at www.lighthousehockey.com. Please leave us a review on iTunes if you can, as it really does help raise our profile. And as always, thank you for listening. And now, on to Brian Trottier, Calder Trophy, 1976. My biggest asset is that I work hard, work hard, and work hard. Islanders rookie Brian Trottier, training camp, 1975. Both born in the early 1970s, the World Hockey Association had a big influence on the New York Islanders. The franchise was given life in the first place thanks in large part to powers who wanted to keep the rebel WHA out of the newly completed Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. When Dennis Potvin was selected by the Islanders first overall in 1973, the standout defenseman could have made a ton of dough if he hadn't preferred to play in the more established NHL. A year later, the Elder League made a change in its draft rules to keep as many young players from joining its rival as it could. January of 1974, the NHL Board of Governors decided that clubs would be permitted to select one underage player in either the first or second round of that year's draft. 
The idea was that players could be locked up and away from the WHA's flashy grip before they even hit 18 years of age. Earl Ingerfield, a Western Canada scout and one-time interim head coach of the Islanders in their expansion year, kept telling general manager Bill Torrey about a kid he just had to see. The 17-year-old was flying under the radar on a stacked team, and thanks to the new draft rule, the Islanders had an opportunity to take a talented player before most of the rest of the hockey world even knew who he was. And so in winter of 1974, during a blizzard, Bill Torrey was in Swift Current, Saskatchewan to see Brian Trottier play. The kid only played in the third period of the game. He scored twice, and Torrey had seen all he needed to see. Trottier had the tools the Islanders were looking for, and if they didn't take him, someone else would have the following year. After drafting Clark Gillies third overall in the 1974 amateur draft, Torrey and the Islanders used their underage selection in the second round to take Trottier number 22 overall. Born in Val-Marie, Saskatchewan, population about 300 people, Brian was the second of five kids and the oldest boy in the Trottier family. They were farm people, living and working on 960 acres and caring for 70 head of cattle. The Trottiers had a very strong work ethic and a love of music, often performing on stage as a complete band. Brian played bass and sang backup. By nine years old, Brian was already on the ice, skating on the frigid water of Saskatchewan. His father would flood the creek behind their house by taking out beaver dams with a machete. As young Brian's skills increased, so did his toughness, not only on the ice against other players, but against the insults hurled at him because of his French, Irish, Cree, and Chippewa heritage. At 5'10", Trottier wasn't usually the biggest guy in the ice. He took a lot of lumps in junior, losing a few teeth and a lot of fights. But the baby-faced teenager had an exceptional scoring touch and was nearly impossible to get off the puck. In his second year with the Swift Current Broncos, he compiled 41 goals and 71 assists for 112 points for a Memorial Cup contender. And yet he still wasn't on a lot of teams' draft boards. So Torrey pounced at the 74 draft, and soon the 18-year-old was on Long Island for the next season's training camp. The plan was always to send Trottier back to junior at the end of camp. Torrey said at the time, quote, Brian probably would have been a high first-round pick the next year, but we felt the extra year in junior would do him a lot of good, and fortunately, so did his parents. Even though his first NHL training camp stay was a short one, Trottier made quite an impression. Clark Gillies already knew how good he was from playing against him in juniors. The NHL guys, on the other hand, were unprepared. Billy Harris said Trottier, quote, could play right now and be the best player on the team. Captain Ed Westfall described him as, quote, a left-handed shooting Gordie Howe in the making. Trottier balanced being preternaturally strong on the puck with being a quiet kid off the ice keeping his mouth shut and taking in as much as he could from the veterans. When he was returned to the Broncos, who had moved from Swift Current to Lethbridge, Alberta in the meantime, Trate had an unbelievable individual season. He was named team captain, and now under coach Earl Ingerfield, piled up 46 goals and 98 assists for 144 points, while averaging about 30 minutes of ice time per night. He was named MVP of the Western Canada Hockey League and later MVP of Team Canada at the 1975 World Junior Championship. 
the leadership and physical maturation time helped him become an even better player than he was in his draft year. Trottier credited Ingerfield with helping him increase his hockey sense, probably one of the first times that term was used before it became a frequent NHL draft broadcast buzzword. He got better at tracking the puck, making quick decisions, and knowing where his teammates were on the ice at all times. Although he missed the Islanders' miracle run to the NHL semifinals in 1975, forward J.P. Parisi later said that Trottier could have made a difference had the Islanders promoted him. The next training camp was the start of a new story. Although he called himself, quote, the baby of the team, as days went on, the 19-year-old caught the eyes of more and more people. Even stoic coach Al Arbor was moved enough to practically gush, quote, he's well put together, he's impressive, I like what I see. Torrey was even more blunt, saying Trottier was the best player in camp. In addition to standing out on the ice, Trottier was unfailingly polite and humble, was focused on being, quote, like a sponge, big ears and big eyes. He even let the team choose his uniform number for him, basically taking whatever they gave him with a smile on his face. And I was just kind of like, you know, watching my P's and Q's all the way through training camp. And finally, Jimmy Pickard, the equipment guy, comes out to me and goes, well, kid, we got to pick a number for you. And he brought out this huge sweater that was worn by Dave Cameron the year before. Now, Dave Cameron's like six foot six, 245 pounds, big, burly left winger. I'm like 5'10", 180 pounds, you know, but it's number 19. I'm thinking, I'm 19 years old, got Paul Anderson, 19's a cool number. Slide that jersey on, you know, the sleeves are like this part past my arms. It's down over by my knees, and uh, Jimmy says, how do you like it? I said, I love it. I love it. I wasn't giving it back, but 19 became my identity. Trottier impressed all throughout the preseason, playing on a line with Clark Gillies on one side and Billy Harris on the other. Trottier credited the two younger vets with, quote, covering his mistakes, but it was obvious that the trio had chemistry. Amazingly, it wasn't his scoring that was catching attention. Trottier had no goals in the preseason that year, but what he did have was a supernatural ability to never lose the puck and to, quote, hit like a Mack truck, according to Bill Torrey. Trottier could take out much bigger guys with well-placed hip checks and wasn't afraid to hammer someone into the glass. His own mutant ability to affect gravity made him difficult to take out of the play by the same means. When camp broke, Trottier knew he had made the team when Arbor told him, quote, you know what, we're going to keep you around, kid. To the press, the coach played a cagey, saying the kid, quote, has a good chance to make the team's opening night roster. But everyone knew he'd be there. And it wouldn't be long before he had the attention of the entire NHL. Thanks for listening to this special preview of Islanders Award Winners Season 2. New episodes will be on their way in 2022. You can listen to all of our Season 1 episodes by going to lighthousehockey.com and clicking on the podcast tab at the top of the page. Thanks a lot. We'll see you soon.